Because this journey is better taken together. Let's walk the talk. 702. Well, before a medicine can actually be put on the shelves, it has to be approved and registered by a country's medicines regulator. I think we highlighted a lot of this during the, the time of COVID and, um, you know, whether things can or cannot be administered came up in that conversation. This means that although pharma companies make the drug, the regulatory bodies verifies the data that shows how well the drug actually works. And it kind of makes the rules about how it can be marketed and sold so that the medicines we buy are safe and work um, as what they are supposed to. Now, the African Medicines Agency, a medicines regulator in the making for Africa, has received over 30 applications for pharmaceutical companies for medicines to approve during its pilot phase, which will last for about a year. And we're chatting this morning about how to get medicines to Africa faster and safer. And this morning, we are joined by Mia Malan, who is the editor-in-chief at Becky Sisa Center for Health Journalism. And she joins me on the line this morning. Mia, very good morning to you and welcome to the show. Good morning, Zayn. Thanks for having me. Can you possibly elaborate on the role and responsibilities of the African Medical Agency or Medicines Agency, particularly in in this particular pilot phase and how it aims to sort of streamline the approval process for new medicines in Africa? So as you've just mentioned, um, before you can use a medicine in a country, you can't just believe the data of a pharmaceutical company who has made this medicine. You need a body who can look at that data of the pharmaceutical company and decide, is it true? So first of all, is that medicine safe and does it do what it's supposed to do? So is it effective? And in Africa, many countries don't have the ability to do that. It's an extremely expensive and a costly um, process to do that because it, re- it, it requires so many expertise. Now, SAPRA, the South African Health Products Regulatory Authority, that is South Africa's medicine regulator, and they do the, a pretty good job of this, but it still takes them a lot of time to do because there are so many applications. Now, in many other African countries, the expertise aren't there, and those countries have to very often rely on the World Health Organization to approve a medicine, and that takes a very, very long time. And because it takes so long, it means those countries don't have access to these medicines. So the idea of the African Medicines Agency is to be a regional body, which can be central, get that data, evaluate it, and then countries can use that data to decide whether they wanted to approve the medicine in their countries. And this is not a, a you know, a, a, a a new concept in the sense that the Europe, for instance, has the European Medicines Agency, which does exactly that. So medicines can be approved faster and be available faster. And each country doesn't have to do that individually. And that's the idea of the African Medicines Agency. But as you've mentioned, it's only in a pilot stage now. It's not a, you know, in a fully operational uh, body that's working already. Mm. What what criteria does AMA use to sort of prioritize the review of medicines and uh, which health conditions are, are considered as public health concerns in Africa? Because the African health concerns are quite different to the European or the American health concerns. Yes, so it's important that this body will look at diseases that's common to Africa. It wouldn't make sense to go and look at every single medicine, you know, that, that exists. 
it needs to prioritize the medicines that Africa would need. Now, if you look at Africa, for instance, there are certain conditions that are more common here that you don't necessarily get very commonly in other countries. And one of those is, for instance, TB. Um, TB is very, very common. For instance, in South Africa, it's the biggest killer in the country um, when, when it comes to health issues. But um, it's not um, in Western countries a commonly found disease any longer. So it would, for instance, be something like TB, HIV drugs, um, and also conditions such as tropical diseases, such for instance, sleeping sickness that you get in Africa, but not really in um, Western countries. And the one thing rule that they have is that they will only look at um, diseases which has complex molecules. And that's just a very difficult word to, for instance, examples would be during COVID, we heard of mRNA vaccines. We had one in South Africa, the one that was produced by Pfizer. And um, that would be an example of a disease with complex molecules. Or for instance, if you look at HIV, you may have heard of a new HIV prevention injection. It's called a cap LA that you can use and that has now also been approved in South Africa, but it's still too expensive for us to afford. And you can take that injection every two months and your, con- your chances of getting HIV through sex is virtually zero. Now, if we had a body like Emma when Cap LA came out um, South Africa wouldn't have gone and to alone in the country um, review the data of that injection. It would have been able to rely on the review of Emma and more importantly many other countries in Africa who are not as equipped as South Africa would have been able to rely on the decision of Emma and then use that to decide whether they're going to register that medicine in Africa. And that's our chat this morning with Mia Malan, who is the editor-in-chief at Becky Sisa Center for Health Journalism. Now, South Africa, as a matter of fact, is uh, currently there are 27 African Union members, uh, states, uh, that have sort of ratified the treaty. And uh, South Africa, uh, South Africa's participation in that decision-making process of AMA uh, and the steps that will be taken to align with the agency. Getting medicines into South Africa, into Africa a lot faster. And there is a process and South Africa could possibly be one of the leader, one of the sort of leading role players in getting that medicine faster into into Africa.